everyone, welcome back to Mythic Sky Storytime, where we explore astrology, mythology, and actualizing our full potential. I'm Dr. Laura Todd, psychological astrologer, educator, and author. Now, it's been a few weeks since I put out an episode, and I had intended on doing these more regularly, but life happens, and so it's been a minute. So for this particular episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the astrology of the moment, as well as some tools and resources you can look to to navigate these times that are feeling a bit overwhelming for many. I know I've been trying to navigate how to walk through the world in a time where, at least here in the United States, a lot of things feel pretty overwhelming and in acute states of crisis in many areas. So this podcast, I hope, gives you some insight and guidance as well as some inspiration and some ability to, or some tools to help navigate these times of overwhelm so that you can stay present at the same time that you are working towards actualizing yourself, whether you are a light worker and somebody who does work in the world that is trying to heal people or communities or doing work in the world that is actively countering or working to counter some of the darker aspects of the world at the moment, or if you're simply someone of the world trying to stay present and not check out in the midst of seeming dystopian chaos. So on that happy note, let me talk a little bit about some of the astrology of the moment, and then I'll go into more detail around some tools you can apply to your own life to help Uh, challenges or hiccups or complications in your life or just a general sense of overwhelm or malaise given the state of the world. So in looking at the chart of the moment, right, so we're in the time of cancer, right, ever since we, the summer solstice here in the northern hemisphere, we've been in the time of cancer, we're halfway through Um, Almost exactly. Tomorrow we'll be halfway through. Today is the 6th of July. And so the sun is here in Georgia at midday or mid-afternoon is about 14 and a half degrees, 14 degrees cancer. So we're just, we're almost halfway through the sign. And so summer is clipping by and we are in the first quarter phase of the moon, right? The moon was new a few days ago and now we are moving toward the full moon but at the moment we're in this first quarter square and so the moon is currently in Libra. The moon in general in the chart governs how we feel and our emotional experience of the world. The moon being in Libra collectively for all of us may mean that we're having a sense of wanting to find emotional balance and emotional equilibrium. And that can be in response to events in your own life or looking at what's going on collectively. And of course, the moon's only there briefly and because this is in a natal chart, right? Unless somebody is born today. Not that it's your birthday, but if this is actually the day on which a baby was born, this moon in Libra will be 
over a day and a half or so since it are at 10 degrees. But in general, these next couple of days, everyone may be feeling a greater pull towards wanting things to feel fair emotionally. And as much as Libra is about equanimity and justice and fairness and balance, more often than not, it tends to manifest in the extremes and the lack of that and sort of a ping-ponging or a, a swinging of the pendulum from one extreme to the other. So in general, you may just be finding yourself in those emotional swings, but because it's an air sign, Libra does tend to be more cerebral. So it's emotional, but it's an intellectual emotional experience rather than a visceral physical experience. And when it moves into Scorpio, you are more likely to be feeling deeper and more intense emotions. And the moon moves quickly, as I said, so that's not as significant a period of time. What becomes a little more long-term, it's still not years or even months, is the fact that the planet Mars just ingressed or moved into the sign of Taurus. Now, generally speaking, Mars is not particularly comfortable as an archetype in the sign of Taurus. And this is because in astrology, we understand Mars to be about drive and being proactive and taking action and this driven, seeking, questing energy, which is how the character Mars or Aries in the Greek mythology appear in a lot of the stories. And so in astrology, Mars represents that driven, quest-seeking, even angry or passion-oriented energy. Not that it can't be that in Taurus, but this the quickness that Mars experienced throughout the time it was in Aries, which was just a couple days ago and there for several weeks, is radically shifted just in the last couple of days with its ingress into Taurus. I sort of think of Taurus as throwing on the emergency brake from Aries that's speeding down the freeway. And so you're suddenly stopped and forced to go slower with this Mars and Taurus. There's a more deliberate energy to our actions. And it also, because Taurus governs values, where Mars being an Aries could be very reactionary and leaping before we looked, it's time in Taurus for the next few weeks really beckons us to have a lot of intention behind our actions and that what we put our energy into, the actions that we do take are value-based and value-driven. And so that's likely to become a theme in these coming weeks, mid-August, early August, Mars will get out of Taurus. So we really have it there for the next month or so. It's actually, yeah, it looks like Mars will be in Taurus until the 19th. So almost six weeks here that we get this period of time where we are being more deliberate and more in some ways, even more intentional in the actions that we're taking and that it's, it is based on value and also our physiological experience in, to some degree because Taurus does govern our senses. And so as a sign, it's the actions and how our actions 
impact or relate to our experience of the physical, tactile, sensory world. So that's likely to be a theme through these coming weeks. And because of Mars's overall orbit and cycle, it's been two years since Mars was traveling through Taurus. And so there also may be some thematic returnings from that period when Mars was last in Taurus in January 2021. So we're looking at, you know, things that were going on in early 2021 may be showing back up for you during this current period of which Mars is in Taurus. Now, at the moment, it's in very, very early Taurus. It's only at one degree because it got in there yesterday. And so he'll be there, as I was saying, for the next six weeks or so. And just knowing that the actions you're taking, it may be difficult to move quickly with Mars in Taurus because you are being asked to be more deliberate and intentional with the actions that you take. So just being conscious of the fact that you may feel like things are protracted or taking longer. Sometimes I think about Mars in any of the Earth signs, really, as sort of ankle weights. It's just taking more energy and more effort to get going, right? So that might be a bit of a theme for the next couple of weeks. Now, the benefit of that is that we're not rushing, is that where we were rushing for the last several weeks and maybe being premature in the decisions we were making or the actions we were taking or the choices we were making, um, we are now slowing down and using this as putting our actions behind our values, as I was saying, right? So that being the drive, particularly if we look at what's going on in the United States right now, the need to have value-based action is pretty acute, right? And so we may see a big uptick in that throughout the summer of putting our actions where our values are, right? Our, our money where our mouth is, for another way of thinking about that. And we could see that actually repeated in a theme because we have Venus is currently in Gemini and Gemini governing communication and Venus being the planet associated with Taurus, we get this somewhat related but altered theme of value and communication. So with Mars, it's value in action. With Venus, it's value in communication because Gemini governs communication and Venus, like Taurus, is about our values. So we're having this repeated theme of paying attention to what's important to us and acting and speaking accordingly. And so that's likely going to be a theme throughout much of this summer. Now the planet Mercury just ingressed into Cancer just a couple days ago. So Mercury governing communication and with it in the sign of Cancer means it's all this is sort of lining up very beautifully because that means we have the potential to be very compassionate and nurturing in the communication of our values rather than being attacking. If when Mars was still in Aries, it could come off more aggressive and there's a softening that is possible now that may make people more receptive to what is being shared and communicated. So that can be really helpful for those of us who are trying to do good work in the world and bring attention to areas of crisis that need a healing and change. And so 
really focusing on compassionate, communicative, value-based action and communication is really going to be the key to being heard, being successful, and hopefully creating concrete and sustainable positive change in the world. So one of the things that you can do in preparation for that or as a way of contributing to that, right? So if we just look a couple days ahead to when we get the full moon in Capricorn, it's a pretty intense full moon because it will be occurring fairly close to where Pluto is in the sky, which does give it a very different flavor, right? That it's not simply a full moon, which is always about release and transformation, but the fact that it will be happening within about six degrees of the location of Pluto in the sky, who is the god of change and transformation, really amps up the potentiality of letting go and transforming when we get this full moon on the 13th of July Uh, About 2.30 in the afternoon is the official full moon here on the East Coast. So you can adjust that ahead or behind, depending on your time zone. So I would not be surprised if there's some really intense emotions that are amping up in this next week or so before the full moon. And this desire to let go of things and transform and with it being in Capricorn having a lot to do with who's in authority, who has authority, who does not have authority and where does authority need to be let go of and where does authority need to be stepped into and grabbed hold of or not taken in a confrontational manner but rather lived into, leaned into the authority that is there at our disposal if we choose to access it. And claiming it, it's more, is perhaps a better word than taking. It's claiming authority, claiming responsibility, and requiring others to be accountable where they have failed to do so, right? So we're in some of that energy right now, and the important piece to remember during that is to continue to have that compassion and inner communication, right? As we're leading with our values, as we're leading with valuing what we communicate, communicating what we value, taking action around that, that it is still coming from a place of compassion and empathy. Because one of the things that can be a challenge with Mars and Taurus is a single-mindedness, that you've decided you're going to act a certain way, and regardless of the data, regardless of the information that's coming in that might be suggesting that you tweak your actions or alter or maybe approach things slightly differently, the Mars and Taurus can be vulnerable to a stubbornness of single-minded sort of tracked behavior, almost like stuck in a rut or a record groove of you've decided on a direction and you're not going to yield or alter course. And so it's important during this Mars Taurus period for the next several weeks to be driven by our values, but also use that Venus and Gemini energy that is about malleability and changeability and changing how we think or what we value based on the new information that comes in or how maybe it's not even what we value, but how we approach communicating what we value based on new data. So it is important to be working with those energies in tandem. 
So as just some tools to help you navigate that, because these are big things for all of us to work on and depending on where the current astrological weather falls in relation to your own astrology, the emphasis of this will be greater or less than. But we're all going through this to some degree. And so just in general, as you're moving through these next few weeks, it's a good reminder to make sure you are taking care of yourself, that you have a healthy balance of work and play, something I struggle with regularly, so I understand how difficult it can be to have a healthy balance between those things and not feel guilt or shame when you are doing one or the other, but remembering that you deserve to put your energy into both areas of your life. And whether you know you help yourself doing that by little sticky notes and reminders of it, some people find meditating regularly once a day, every evening or morning is a good way to set intention for the day or clear the sort of craziness of the day so that you don't bring it with you into the dream time. And so using one or the other of those, you know, meditating first thing in the morning or just before you go to sleep can be good tools or habits to cultivate as a way of then being able to make the most of the opportunities that come up and show up for you throughout this period of time where we're all being asked to be more value conscious and value driven. And another thing that can help too, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling that it is too much, too much of everything, right? That too much craziness in the world works overwhelming. Your family needs your attention all the time. There's so many things that can feel too much and often many things feel too much simultaneously. So one of the things that can really help to restore balance, you know, so in addition to meditation, particularly anybody with a watery moon, so a moon in Cancer, Pisces, or Scorpio, really engaging with water, but water is really healing and centering for all of us. It can even be if you don't live near large bodies of water, even taking a bath or a long shower, even just soaking your feet can help to, it's a funny way of thinking of grounding because it's not the earth. Grounding by way of water can be a really helpful way of navigating some of the intensity. It helps you to center and get more in touch with your own being and therefore you're more capable or better able to handle life when it becomes overwhelming. It's just sort of your bandwidth is greater. So you may find that helpful particularly in these next couple of weeks. So I hope you found this episode helpful. It's a little different than the other ones I've done. I'm also attempting to do it a little more off the cuff rather than a lot of prep. So we'll see what folks think about this one. And this has been Dr. Laura Tad with Mythic Sky Storytime. And as always, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time. Mm -hmm.